0: Hello, this is Bill Goodwin. The following Misfits Audio production is being brought to you today by Pepbo, the drink with the long-lasting effect. And by Swan Soap, the only new floating soap since the gay 90s. Your whole family will love Swan Soap, so go out and get some right after the show. Really? Ladies and gentlemen, Misfits Audio proudly presents The George Burns and Gracie Allen Show.
1: George, how many lumps do you want in your coffee?
0: Two, thanks.
1: Is there anything interesting in the paper today, or is it just news?
2: Uh, Just news.
1: How many lumps do you want in your coffee?
2: Two, thanks.
1: George, did you take the little duck for a walk this morning? Crazy.
2: Last week that duck hunting trip cost me plenty. I'll just as soon not have that web-footed headache around here.
1: Aw, he's so cute. He even comes when I call him. Here, ducky, ducky, ducky.
2: Oh, get out of here. Get out of here.
1: Oh, you frightened him.
2: Frighten him? <laughs> I'd like to frickin' see him.
1: Oh, now, now. Come here, little ducky. Oh, don't listen to that mean old daddy duck. Oh, don't worry, little ducky. He's not really your daddy.
2: Well, that's a break for me, too.
1: George, how many lumps?
2: Two. Thanks.
1: You know, little Henrietta understands every word we say.
2: Now the duck's name is Henrietta? Yes. Yesterday's name was Herman.
1: I didn't buy those eggs you had for breakfast.
2: Well, in that case, thanks Henrietta. Okay, okay, I'll take that silly duck out for a walk again.
1: But you haven't had your coffee yet, George. How many lumps?
2: Two. Thanks. Whoa. Boy, is this coffee awful? (laughs) Oh, my.
1: Why? What's the trouble?
2: Too cold. (laughs) Come on, Henrietta. Let's go. Hello, Bill.
0: Hello, George.
2: Gracie's inside. I'll be right back. Oh, a duck with a harness on. Are you kidding? Come on, Henrietta. Come on.
0: Well, I still can't believe it. Grace, look at him through the window. Doesn't he walk with the cutest waddle?
1: Well, sure. That's why I married him.
0: You know, that's the most ridiculous sight I've ever seen. A grown man walking down the street with a duck on a leash. People must think he's crazy. He should get a swan.
1: Why a swan?
0: Shall I tell her?
1: Oh, Bill. I'm certainly glad you got here. I'm in a terrible mess and I need help.
0: Well, Gracie, what is it?
1: I got a letter from a boy who used to be my sweetheart when I went to school, and I'm afraid to tell George. You know how jealous he is.
0: Well, that's nothing. I'll fix it. Uh, hey, George. Yeah, Bill. Come in here, will ya? Um, wait while wow, I'll tie up the duck to the string. Now don't worry, Gracie. Leave everything to me.
1: All right. What is it, Bill?
0: Say, George, you're a smart fella. If Paul Whiteman's wife, say, got a letter from a boy who used to be her sweetheart when she went to school, what do you think he ought to do about it? Why, nothing. Uh, that's kid stuff. Okay, Gracie, read the letter. What?
2: <laughs> a letter? A letter.
1: Dear Gracie... I'll be in town today and we'll phone you before I drop in and see you. We haven't seen each other since our school days and it might be fun. Signed, Keith Fowler. P.S. Remember that rainy afternoon? It... Oh. oh, oh. (laughs) Uh,
2: Gracie, uh, what happened that rainy afternoon?
1: (laughs) It rained.
2: What happened after that?
1: It cleared up.
2: (laughs) Who is this fella?
1: Keith Fowler?
2: Yeah, Keith Fowler.
1: Oh, um, my girlhood sweetheart? Oh, George. He was wonderful. I'll never forget the day I met him. Such old world charm. So devil may care. So smooth, handsome, yet... Intensely masculine.
2: How old was he? Six
1: and a half.
2: Six and a half?
1: Yeah, but he had the mind of a boy of seven.
2: Well, what am I getting excited about?
0: George, you were worried about that rainy afternoon.
1: When Keith was 19.
0: 19?
1: Yeah, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, was he an athlete? Ugh.
2: Oh, he was an athlete?
1: Well, you know, where you have that vaccination mark on your arm? Yeah. That's where he had muscles.
2: Oh, yeah? Well, what's wrong with my arm? Look at it.
1: Oh, that reminds me. I'd better tell Hilda to make some spaghetti for dinner.
2: Spaghetti? Oh, fine. Hilda! Say, Bill. Yes, George? Now that gracie is gone, uh, can you do me a favor? Yeah? When this Fowler guy gets here, when he starts talking about athletics, I know nothing about it. So, would you please change the subject? Well, George, that would be very rude. You can do it subtly. For instance, I'll show you. Go ahead, start talking about athletics.
0: Well, okay. Well, now, take Greg Rice of Notre Dame. He's an athlete. There's a fellow. Say, Bill, uh, where'd you get that suit? Oh, you like it, huh? Well, I don't like it. But I changed the subject, didn't I? Well gee George, you did it that. Now go ahead, do it again, and this time I'll try to stick to the subject. Go ahead, go on. Right now Greg Rice holds the indoor record for two oh, miles that's Swan soap. for three thousand meters for three soap. miles. It's a good sign. And uh, what? Good. Is that all you can say for Swan? Shay Bill, I did it again. Why, Swan is the first really new white soap since the gay 90s. See how
2: easy it is to change Why, Swan subject? is
0: eight ways better than old-style floating soaps. I guess it was too easy. Good, he says. Why, Swan lathers twice as fast even in the hardest water. Swan gives you loads of thick, creamy suds. Now it's practically impossible. Swan costs no more than old-fashioned floating soaps, yet Swan gives you more soap for That's your money. That's
2: a nice suit you got there, Bill. Your
0: whole family will like Swan for washing dishes, and Swan is great for silk stockings and underthings. So gentle and sudsy, and it holds the record for two miles. For two miles? Well, how do you like that? I switched myself off the subject. Well, I can't understand that.
1: Hey, George! Did anyone drop in, for instance, say, Keith Fowler?
2: Gracie, don't mention that man's name.
1: George, don't get upset. Keith is just a boy I went to school with, and high school with, and I did have a crush on him, but so many things started to happen that I lost track of him.
2: Well, what kind of things
1: Oh, just awful, terrible things. My father went bankrupt, we lost our house and we had to move to another city then we were dispossessed
2: Just one calamity after another yeah,
1: and then I married you
2: Well I've heard enough I'm going up to my room.
1: It really is silly locking himself up in his room, all on account of Keith Fowler. Hey,
0: Gracie. What really happened during that rainy afternoon?
1: Well, I'll tell you, Bill. If you promise not to tell George. I promise. Well, what happened was... Oh, here comes George. I'll tell you later. I wouldn't upset him for the world, so don't ever mention Keith. All right. That's a pretty tune you were whistling, Keith. Keith? I mean... Now
2: look here, Gracie. If you think for one moment that i give a rap about that silly love affair you had in school, you're crazy.
1: You're getting excited for no reason at all. There's something you've built up in your own head and there's really nothing in it.
2: Sure, I'm wrong. I'm always wrong.
1: Let me get you some coffee, George.
2: Everybody's right except me.
1: Be glad to. Goodbye.
2: Who was that? Why'd you open the window?
1: Uh, Mrs. Laskova said she couldn't hear the fight.
2: Psst, psst, George, come here. What is it,
0: Bill? Now don't, don't get upset. Keith Fowler mentioned that he was going to phone before he gets here. Yeah. Well, as soon as the phone rings. I'll answer it and get rid of
2: him. Oh, well, thanks, Bill. That'll be great. Okay. Gracie, forget the whole thing. (laughs) I'm not mad anymore. It's all over.
1: I knew you'd see it my way.
0: Bill, Bill, pick up the phone. Gracie, I'll get the phone. All right. Hello? What? Who? Oh, sure, we're expecting you. Come right over. Why, you double-crossing... It's Jimmy Cash.
2: Oh.
1: So, George, you're not mad at me anymore?
2: Ah, I wasn't mad. I was just kidding. I can hardly wait to meet Keith. Isn't that right, Bill?
0: (laughs) Well, he'll get a big kick out of George. He certainly will.
1: I'll bet you like Keith. He was not only the best athlete in school, he also had a beautiful singing voice. Every day he'd walk me home from school and he'd sing, yippee Kaye." I lived three and a half courses from school. <laughs>
2: uh, three and a half courses, huh?
1: Well, it was really a little further. He used to hold the last note.
2: yippee That's my favorite song, too.
1: Ah, oh, George, you're really not angry about what happened that rainy afternoon.
2: Nah, it was probably nothing.
1: Of course it was nothing.
2: Sure. Gracie, it really makes no difference if you feel like telling me or not. What really happened that rainy afternoon?
1: Well, I promised Keith not to tell. But,
2: Gracie, I'm your husband.
1: It's not fair to break a promise. Uh, George, you wouldn't like it if you were my sweetheart.
2: If I was your sweetheart. Gracie, don't
0: ever speak to me again.
1: Say, George, would you like some sugar for your coffee?
0: Bill, tell her I don't want any. Gracie, George said to tell you he doesn't want any.
1: Well, tell him he's not going to get any.
0: George, Gracie said to tell you you're not going to get any. Well, tell her thanks. Gracie, George says to tell you thanks.
1: Oh, tell him he's welcome.
0: George, Gracie said to tell you you're welcome. Hmm. Here comes White Man up the front steps. (laughs) Hey, hey, watch it! (laughs) What's
2: the matter, Paul? That duck out there just bit me on the ankle.
0: No, don't be silly. A duck has no teeth. Well, I don't want to be gummed to death for no duck. Hello, Paul.
1: Say, Bill, would you tell George to tell Mr. Whiteman not to say such mean things about poor little Henrietta? Sure,
0: George. Gracie said to tell you— I heard her, Bill.
2: And tell Mrs. Burns that she can tell Mr. Whiteman herself. Okay,
0: Gracie, George said to
2: tell you— Yeah, I
1: know, Bill. And, Bill, tell Mr. Burns to ask Mr. Whiteman to sit down.
2: George, Gracie said— Never mind, Bill. Never mind. If Mr. Whiteman wants to sit down, he's smart enough to figure it out for himself. Say, what's going on? Are you kids playing a message from Reuters? Well, we are acting like a bunch of kids. Bill, tell Gracie I like to kiss and make up. Hey, wait a minute. I want to get into this game, too. Bill, would you tell it to me, and I could tell it to Gracie? Ah, shut
0: up. Oh, let him play, George. Uh Oh. Paul, George told me to tell you to tell Gracie that he'd like to kiss and make up. Gracie, George told Bill to tell me to tell you that he'd like to kiss and make up.
1: Would you mind repeating that question? You heard
0: him. You
2: heard him. I told Bill to tell Paul to tell you that I'd like to kiss and make up.
1: All right. Then you kiss Paul, and Paul, you kiss Bill. You can kiss me.
0: Gracie, don't ever speak to me again.
1: George, what did I do now?
0: Say, here comes Jimmy Cash up the walk.
3: Jeez!
1: Hello, Jimmy.
3: (laughs) Ouch! Ouch! That duck must be a watch duck. You too, huh?
1: Wait a minute. I know what we'll do. Let's have Jimmy sing a song, and that will smooth George's nerves.
0: You know, that's a great idea, Gracie. George! Oh, George! Come on down! Jimmy Cash is here! He's gonna sing a song! Well, maybe I was acting like a
2: kid. What are you gonna sing?
3: Yippee-ki-yay. Yippee-ki-yay?
2: Now look here, if you think that's a smart thing to do.
3: Goodbye!
2: <laughs> it's a good thing he's gone. Where's Gracie? Well, she went to her room. See, I brought this whole thing on myself. She's probably up there crying her eyes out. Somebody ought to punch me in the nose. Wait a minute, fellows. It's only an expression. Gee, I didn't mean to hurt Gracie's feelings. Say, Bill, that's probably that guy. Well,
0: leave him to me. Hello? You're right, George. It's the rainy afternoon. Just brush him off. Okay, don't worry. Yes? No, they're not home. Attaboy, Bill. Well, do I know when they're coming back? Uh, Maybe never. Attaboy, Bill. No, I'm not her ugly husband. Hang up on him, Bill. Hang up. I tell you, I'm not. I'm Bill Goodwin. Just hang up on him, Bill. Oh. Oh, oh, well, you recognize my voice. Ah, well, thanks. Sure. Oh, honest. It really is eight ways better than old-style floating soap. Yeah? Sure is. Swan is the first really new white floating soap since the gay 90s. Swan. S-W-A-N. Swan. Bill, the brush. Give him the brush. Quiet, George. I can't hear him. Give him the brush. Quiet. What? What? Oh, Swan comes in that cool-looking green wrapper with a white swan on the front. I tell you what, look, old man, if you're not doing anything right now, come on over and I'll tell you more about it. Yeah,
2: so long, pal. Didn't I tell you I didn't want that fella in the house? All I'll be listening to now is quarterbacks and fullbacks and bra jumping and hurling. George, you want to do something that'll take the wind out of that Fowler's sails? Yeah. All you've got to do when he gets here is to tear a telephone book in half. Paul, I can't tear a telephone book in half.
0: How about one from Glendale? Oh, stop being funny. George, Paul may have a good idea with that telephone book. You see, get a razor blade and cut all the pages down the center except the cover. Yeah, and that fowler will
2: really think I'm tearing it in half. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go get a phone book. Good. Don't let him see you. When he comes, I'll get
3: right behind this curtain.
2: Okay. As much as I'll enjoy showing off in front of the sky. I still feel like a heel with Gracie up in her room, broken hearted, crying her little heart out.
1: Well, how do I look in my new dress?
2: What's the idea getting all dressed up?
1: Oh am I? I didn't notice it.
2: Not much.
1: Well I just put my hand in my closet and this little thing kind of stuck to my fingers.
2: Gracie, what happened on that rainy afternoon?
1: Well, I'll tell you what happened on that rainy afternoon if you promise not to ask what happened on the day it snowed. Gee, maybe
2: I'd rather hear what happened on the day it snowed.
1: Well, I'll tell you if you don't ask me what happened on the day it rained.
2: Oh, all right. What happened on the day it snowed?
1: The same thing that happened on the day it rained, except I had my galoshes on.
0: Wow, this is great. How's the weather, George? Foggy. Foggy, foggy, foggy. Say, here comes someone up the walk. Say, brother, what a pair of shoulders. Really? Paula, you
2: finished getting the phone book? Not yet, George. I'm only up to the Clancy's. Oh, well, hurry it up.
1: (coughs) Oh! Uh Oh! Oh! Why, Keith Fowler!
3: Well, well. Gracie Allen, you're a sight for sore eyes.
1: Oh, gee, so are you. After all these years, oh, it certainly is a pleasure to see you. This is Bill Goodwin.
3: Oh, yeah. We had a word or two on the phone. Yes. Yes, we did.
1: And that's Mr. Whiteman behind the curtain.
3: Hello. Hello.
1: And, um, this is my husband, George Burns.
3: How do you do? How do you do? By the way, Mr. Burns, what business are you in? The radio business. Well, I'm glad to know that. If any of my friends ever need their radio repaired, I'll certainly recommend you. Thanks.
1: Well, Keith, you certainly bring back old times. Oh, remember Mrs. Mumble?
3: Do <laughs> you ever forget how I used to carry your encyclopedias back and forth to school for you? And I'd sing Yippee Kaye over the top of them?
1: Oh, yes. Remember Mrs. Mumble?
3: Encyclopedias?
1: Well, I took my lunch in them. Remember Mrs. Mumble?
2: You kept your lunch in them?
1: Yeah, butter under B. Cheese under chess, jelly under J, and pie under K. Remember Mrs. Mumble?
2: Pie? Pie under K?
1: I was crazy about custard pie. Remember Mrs. Mumble?
3: Look, tell her about Mrs. Mumble. I don't remember. Mrs. Mumble? Who was she?
1: Why, Keith, she's the man who owns the corner drugstore's girlfriend.
3: Oh, sure. Oh, fine.
1: Keith, I noticed you're wearing all those medals you won
3: Well, not all (laughs) I've still got a drawer full at home (laughs) Oh, stop being so modest Mr. Burns, I don't think you know anything about athletics But I was really an amazing athlete In fact, I broke the world record for 100-yard dash in nine and four-fifths
0: Mm-hmm Well,
2: who
3: held the record before that? I did
0: Of course, Mr. Fowler. You know that the record now is nine and two-fifths.
2: Oh, you mean the one I ran in Omaha. Well, I don't know much about running, but would you like to see me tear a telephone book in half? Not yet, George. Oh,
0: well.
3: (laughs) I'll do it a little later. Remember, Gracie, when you got that glamour girl complex and you tried to vamp all the boys?
1: Oh, yes. And remember the day I came to school with the rose in my teeth?
3: You looked pretty silly.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess I should have taken the rose off the bush. Well,
3: it's been a lot of fun seeing you, Gracie. But I've really got to run along now. Say, Fowler, uh,
2: before you go, would you like to see me tear a telephone book? Not yet, George. Well, forget it, Paul.
1: Well, goodbye, Keith, and you certainly must come again.
2: I will. Say, Fowler, before you go, there's just one thing I'd like to ask you. Man to man. Uh... What happened on that rainy afternoon?
3: Gracie, remember that?
1: I'll never forget it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Well, goodbye. Mm,
1: goodbye. <laughs>
2: quiet, quiet. What happened on that rainy
0: afternoon? Oh, tell him, Gracie, you told me.
1: Well, we came to a big puddle of water. Keith took off his shoes and I carried him piggyback.
2: (laughs) So what's so funny about that?
1: Well, his toes tickled my ribs.
2: (laughs) Well, I acted like a big dope. I really owe you an apology.
1: Oh, that's all right, Keith. Forget it.
2: Keith, Gracie, never speak to me again.
1: Well, what did I say now? George! George! For a of
0: misfits audio proudly honors the duo of george if and gracie we hope you enjoyed this production originally written in 1944 for the george burns and gracie allen radio show so in our cast were under, Devin healy as gracie captain tree, john tadrzak as george murray retread as bill goodwin hey that's me Philip Julian as Paul Whiteman Mark Kolsch as Jimmy Cash and Phil Stonhouse as Keith Fowler The CEO of Misfits Audio is Captain John Tadrzak Our webmaster is April Sadowski and our art director is Alexa Chipman Thanks for listening If you have enjoyed this series of shows please let us know by leaving a comment or two This has been a Misfits Audio presentation 2009 Good night, Gracie.